Do you need help fighting a case of discrimination? Call the National United Negro Organization for Progress and Advancement of Black Americans. We're like the NAACP, but less funding. The NAACP passes out turkeys. We pass out fried ostriches. We have our own award show, too, and it's three hours longer. Now offering scholarships in cryptocurrency. The National United Negro Organization for Progress and Advancement of Black Americans. Fighting for justice when we have the money. It's your boy, Joel Boyd, co-host, comedian, writer, actor, director. Hey, man, um, hope you had a good 2022, man. It's winding down. Happened fast. Goddamn. High Power is the podcast where everybody comes on and tries to find the best version of themselves. And today is no different. We got an amazing guest, Fana Tesfagiorgis, actor, dancer, model. She is a, a beautiful spirit. And when I met her, um, she just really shined through as one of my favorite people that I've ever got to uh, study acting with, actually. We went to the same acting school. And, uh, man, just to, to give you a couple of the great things she's done, she <laughs> we didn't get to talk about it on the episode. We Funny enough, we ended up talking about it after she left. Uh, but she is, as a dancer, just one of the coolest resumes I've ever seen. Like, she's on the 73rd Tony Awards She's the first dancer to appear on screen. There's James Corden, and then there's Fauna. Literally. Like, she's a premier OG dancer like that. On the Tonys. You can see her on In the Heights, HBO Max, that musical. You can see her on Pose, on FX. She's also a part of Alvin Ailey's documentary that did great at Sundance. You can watch her lovely acting work in the film Booked on Tubi right now, and she's also starring in a short film, Date Nights, which is coming out soon, directed by Chris Rutledge. Keep up with her on IG at Fauna Minia. Uh, it's her middle name, F-A-N-A-M-I-N-E-A. And uh, right after this intro with me and Ralph, we'll be talking to the greats. Fauna, let's get into the show, man. Let's get into the show. Welcome to High Power. She said, she said to me the other day, she was like, the only reason why I haven't got a plate of chicken wings is because of you. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> she was like, I don't want a plate of chicken Yo, wings. Yo, you said. <laughs> I was like, I That's do too. That's so funny. <laughs> I have dreams so about really chicken. y'all really stopping each other? Well, she stopped me on the dairy stuff. Like, I already didn't really do a lot of dairy. Yeah. But then when we started hanging out, I was like, oh, okay, so you... You do the oat milk and the, the fake cheese. All right, cool. I really but I was still eating chicken at the time. Yeah. And then, uh, but nah, now both of us are like, man, we got, let's get some wings. <laughs> it's been like a year. It's been over a year. And I'm like, ah, chicken. I always knew I'd be back to chicken, though. Uh, yeah. I always kind of knew that. It's, it's, yeah. I, <laughs> bro, chicken is. It's it's like chickens like waiting for you to be like, I know. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, I know. It's just Hey, there's chicken and there's chicken. Yeah. <laughs> chicken. Chicken. Oh, chicken. Bro, like Trader Joe's, this week I went grocery shopping 
and they have this orange chicken. Like Trader Joe's has the frozen one. Yeah, bro, bro, that, that shit is. I get three at a time. That's how. <sighs> so the guy at Trader Joe's, he's loading up the the freezer at the time <laughs> when I'm there. Yeah, he is not loading up that orange chicken. Uh-uh. Like he, like so he left it in the box in the middle of the. Like he's, you know, he's yeah, unpacking, he's and up. so he left and disappeared. So I look at the box. It says Mandarin orange chicken. Uh, when I say I open that goddamn, you open box, box, I open that goddamn box and took three out that bitch. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not waiting for this nigga to come off a break for me to get them chicken, bro. <laughs> Yo, this nigga to look at me. He's like, Oh, Yo, you really wanted that? I was like, Yes, I did, bro. Like, oh, that's the only reason why I can't trade a drone specifically for the orange chicken. I might get that. Uh... First of all, you got my ass. Going to comedy. I, I got to get into the comedy mindset now. For this week. I, for this month. Why? I have a controversial show on the 19th. Oh, shit. It's controversial. Yeah, it is. It's very... I'm I'm, I'm still like... Too. I don't even want to... Like, I'm getting on... Uh, I got a show Friday. Yeah. I had, I had a very experimental set the other night, and I'm just going to continue that. I'm not trying to be, like, great. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, like... I'm talking about... Just existential blackmail shit, Kanye, just all types of. Cause I already filmed like I filmed my birthday set, so I was like, okay, I don't want to just do that mm. anymore. Now I'm just like, so anyway, yeah, that's all. Yeah, I'm just like, what? I want to be as real as I can be, authentic, mm-hmm. on stage, and I usually have fun with your crowd anyway. Like when mm-hmm. I say your crowd, the people that you invite, but I want to be also like. What do I say that I'm really feeling right now? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, so I'm just like, fuck. So I'm watching stand up. I watched Chris Red stand up special. Oh, shit. That just dropped. Oh, you sleep. I bro. might watch that tonight. Uh, it was good. Yeah, yeah I'm going to watch that tonight. It was good. Then I saw Brandy Denise had a comedy. Her comedy Central? Yes. Yeah. She said, I was like, okay. It was nice. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's all I'm saying. Because I'm like, fuck. To be out there. Oh, man. You guys are dragging me back in. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, let's see what's the land. Let's see the landscape. Mm-hmm. Like, did the landscape change? It kind of changed a little bit. Yeah. It kind of changed um, how we talk. Mm-hmm. I feel like Chris Redd and Brandy Denise are kind of, like, similar in a way. In a way. Like, you could mm-hmm. tell, like, they grew up in Chicago. Like, they did their comedy in Chicago. Little, yeah, yeah. A little edgy on that, you know what I'm saying? Like. Bitch, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so, I haven't. Uh, so, shout out to both of them. Mm-hmm. Chicago family. Yeah, man. All our friends are doing great. All my friends are doing fucking great. Speaking of friends, <laughs> <laughs> we got a uh, a very sweet guest. She is a actor. She corrected me. She's an actor. She used to be a dancer. She, she still dances because she's too good at it. So she dances uh, because people still beg her to do it. Actor, dancer, model. Fana Tesfagiorgis. She is a good friend of mine, great actor. You know her from In the Heights on HBO Max. She did an a awesome performance on Pose on FX. She just toured uh, My Fair Lady um, on their first national tour. Crazy. Uh, she's doing very, very well. Keep up with her on IG at Fana Minia. Uh, she's a lot of fun, man. Uh, one of my good acting friends, and uh, she's only going up from here. So uh, right after this commercial break, you'll hear from the great Fana Tesfagiorgis. When I wake up in the morning, what's the first thing I do? 
I'll grab a cup of coffee. But, you know, it's like I want to immediately contribute to the world in a positive way. So how do I do that? You know what I do? I buy my coffee from California Coffee Company. I mean, it's it's a no-brainer. They're a black-owned, culturally connected coffee and lifestyle brand. Their products taste amazing. It's freshly ground, roasted coffee. They have all types of flavors that are just exactly what you need in the morning. They are young. They are doing it. They're reclaiming the culture through coffee, through teaching everybody that follows their movement about culture, class, and confidence. And, and, and truly, they are letting people know where the true origins of coffee came from. Did you know that the coffee bean originates from Ethiopia? Did you know that? Enslaved black folks established the coffee industry in South and Central America. But when people think of coffee, they don't really think about black folks, you know, in its origins. But, but, but they are here to change that. You guys are out there and you're drinking your coffee every day. I'm telling you where you got to go. You got to go to CaliCoffee.co. That's Cali coffee.co the california coffee company and you're going to use our discount code powerpod for 15 percent off your coffee purchase they ship nationwide and you can get your coffee and maybe some of their apparel at calicoffee.co you can follow them on instagram at the cali coffee and they are going to hook you up and let you know that tasting is believing they're telling a new story about people of color through the world's most beloved beverage. That's California Coffee Company. Go ahead, type in your code at calicoffee.co. California Coffee Company. How did you feel when we were in that class? The acting class? In general, like the whole comedy intensive? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Had you ever done anything like that before? Um. Okay, so 2019 is when I started like acting classes Mm -hmm. and I had taken um there's this class I love at the Kimball studio called ballistics Mm -hmm. and it's basically like a version of improv but still with like technique involved but it's basically she throws you in the fire you start playing a game and she you don't know the rules or anything Mm -hmm. is this uh Kimball was this at in person or was it virtual this was on zoom okay okay yeah so I don't think I think I've had one class in person before pandemic and since then Mm -hmm. everything I've taken has been on zoom Okay. Which I kind of like because I can just be at home and be really <laughs> comfortable. But it's also like I know when it's the real moments, it feels nothing like the computer. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I do want to get more in-person classes, but it needs to be somewhere I can commute to. Mm-hmm. You know? Where do you live right now? Mid-city. Okay. Oh, cool. Okay. I'm not yeah. far from there. Okay. Yeah. To bike here was about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. 20 oh, okay. It's not that bad. Yeah. With the helmet. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Always. Yeah. I'm Do you wear a helmet? You don't wear. Why you don't wear a helmet? You better put a helmet on. I know we. That's the conversation we had. You better have a helmet. You need to. <laughs> These drivers are crazy. Oh, they yeah. are crazy out here. They are. They are. I don't know. I just feel protected, so. I, but I get you. I should get that. <laughs> it's just so. Oh, it just doesn't look good on me. I remember wearing a helmet <laughs> in Chicago biking, and that was the only time I really got hit. Oh no. And in then Chicago? I took it. Yeah, I got doored. Wait, 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 wait! But you had your helmet on. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. It just, Oof. I think it just gave me a balance of like, I got something heavy on my head. So really, I couldn't move smooth. Oh, no. so, oh okay. You, you yeah, think it would have turned out better without a helmet? Yeah, I think so. I think so. And the injury, yeah, there was no injury, but it wasn't going to be saved by a helmet. It really got mm-hmm. doored. You ever get doored? I got doored by 
a building door, but that was my fault because I chose, you know, out here, you can't always be in the street. Some mm -hmm. streets, it's like the sidewalk is just safer. Mm -hmm. Even though Cali has that like earthquakey, jaggedy sidewalk, mm -hmm. it's still like sometimes I'll choose the sidewalk. But this, I don't know what business it was. It's just one of those buildings with the gated door that goes outways into the uh, sidewalk. Mm -hmm. This guy opened the door, swung it open with the trash bag, and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> So I toppled over. And then the worst part was he kept trying to say sorry. And, like, he, I knew he wanted to say more than that, but he didn't have, like, more English words okay. than sorry. And I was like, it's fine. I had an attitude. I was so mean. I, oh. I should have been nicer, but I was hurt. So Were you I, late for something? No. I was just, you know. He was just mad. I was pissed. <laughs> I, I got knocked off my bike. like, that shit And is. he opened the door like this. Like, he could have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Look both out. ways before opening a door. Before you take uh, out the trash, look both ways. I've never ways. seen someone so urgent about taking out trash. <laughs> he was in a rush. He was in New York. Yeah. And I was like on the, on the ground, bleeding. I was like, oh, wait. <gasps> I just remembered something. Mm -hmm. I fell off my bike after your party. After the... I okay, I biked to your film premiere. Oh, my. That's and I was like, it's daytime. Valid. It was in the day, right? It was like late uh, evening. It was like five. Oh, yeah. When it started, it was daylight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If it was a great ride. I was like, okay, this mm -hmm. is good. Then there was the mention of an after party. Mm -hmm. And I was like, ah, I have to. I have to. And I'm <laughs> and Because I already met a few people in the lobby of, of that yeah. premiere. And I was like, these are cool people. I want to know more. And so I was like, I can bike over there, have like one more drink. Mm-hmm. Baby, I was there, I don't know how many hours. I don't know, some yeah, hours. Yeah, we were there a while. It was a good time. I remember you leaving on a bike. Though. I left on a bike, and uh, it was somewhere downtown that has, like, it was like a building, and then it had pillars along the sidewalk. And I was like, uh, I, I thought I was dodging the people pretty well, but then it was one of the pillars that took my handlebar, and I came tumbling down Ooh. to the right, and my right side. And I just stayed down, because, you know, when you fall, you want to just make sure you're good before you move. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, what, what hurts? Okay, my right knee, oh. my left hip, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, thank it. And before I know it, I feel a hand helping me on my right side. And it's like, I got you, miss. You all right? And I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. And I look up, and it's a homeless guy. And I was like, Ooh. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, Don't God. touch me, though. But thank you. But, uh. <laughs> like, I just felt so bad. But, yeah, that, that happened, too. <laughs> so bike, I bike in the daylight only. On a bike, I'm so more in control of, like, if a car is going crazy, I can, I can stop. I mean, there's sometimes I've just like, there's a white Porsche. I remember a white Porsche like gunning down. And I thought mm -hmm. that it was like an empty street. I'm about to ride right across. Mm -hmm. And I just stopped it. It was just like, bro, I looked up. I was like, protected. That wow. was like, thank, I was like, thank you. It wow. was one of those. I mean, I've done stupid shit on my bike, but. Yeah, you have a really nice bike too. Thank you. Uh, is that new? Um, I got her during pandemic, like mm -hmm. 2020. Her name is Glorisha. Oh, Glorisha. Mm -hmm. It's a nice color. It's like yeah. a deep pink. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I shipped it from uh, New York when I moved here, too. Oh. Yeah. Did you buy it new or used? It was new. It was, oh, mm -hmm. damn. Yeah. Okay. That's You're why I'm like, I'll put a lock on it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when she parked here, Gerald was trying to help her out. And she was like, yeah, I got it. It's <laughs> 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 my baby, though. Like, this is my child. <laughs> Wait, you rode your bike in New York too? Mm-hmm. Oh, that, that's wild. Yeah, but they're better about bike lanes now. They have a lot more bike lanes. But I would mm -hmm. go from like Brooklyn to Harlem, like just oh, really? wherever. Yeah. yeah. How long were you in New York? 
Okay, I went for college in '06. Mm-hmm. Where'd you go to school? Ailey Fordham. Oh wow! Yeah, they had Damn. like a BFA, so you do your dance class at Ailey School, and mm-hmm. then your liberal arts or whatever your minor is at mm-hmm. Fordham. Okay. And Damn, you went to Ailey School. Mm-hmm. Sheesh! Yeah. Yeah. You on? Nah, she like <laughs> she on. She's a she's a dancer, bro. Like. She's trying to quit though. I'm an actor, like, Joel. I know. No, she's an actor. I'm an actor who dances. That used to dance. That kind of is still like a badass at dancing. I'll though. make appearances. I mean, I feel like dancing helps acting 150. percent It does because hmm. of the spacing. You got to know that, right? Mm-hmm. Acting. So you were dancing yeah. first. Like you started dancing. Mm-hmm. As a baby, I was like uh, in ballet at like four years old. I grew up in Madison, not too far from Milwaukee. Oh, did we talk about this? We did talk about this. Was it in, we were probably in class or like a breakout class yeah, or something. Yeah, Madison. Yes. Oh, snap. That's where I'm from. Um, ballet, Small mostly. World. And then I started doing modern dance when I went to high school. Um, I went to Interlochen, which is like a boarding arts high school in Michigan. And they brought in different guest artists and they would come and teach us, you know, different styles of modern dance or jazz or we never had hip hop. No, I almost mm-hmm. said that. But <laughs> Um, you know, different genres and I really got attracted to Horton Technique, which is the style of modern dance. And that was the first time I met my mentor or mostly um he came my freshman year of high school and my junior year and mm-hmm. he was like, What you doing in the woods dancing all this ballet? You're like, You need to come to Ailey and I was like, Okay. <laughs> so I came to Ailey and I loved it and I was like, Oh, this is my new dream. Like I want this more than I want it. The tutu and the point shoes and stuff. And yeah, I went there for school, joined the Ailey two company, which is their junior company. Um, wow. Did a year of freelancing, and then I joined the main company, and I did that for six years. Um, toured the world, dancing, all that. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, mm, something's not fulfilled in mm-hmm. me. That's like, I thought it was I wanted more parts or like more demands, like better roles. And then those things, I had the discussion with my directors. Those things started coming. I was still not like fully feeling my voice, I mm-hmm. guess. And so <clears throat> I started seeing more shows, saw a lot more Broadway, and was like, okay. So I started training my voice and training my acting, and I was like, this is exactly what it is. I'm supposed to be speaking. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be singing. I'm supposed to do these other art forms to mm-hmm. tap into, like, the fullness of me and not just the physicality. Though that is fulfilling in a, another way, it's like, I want to speak. Mm-hmm. I want to talk. I want to deliver specific words, you know, mm-hmm. not just subjective stuff send a message very clearly and um, acting is helping me do that so mm-hmm. left Ailey on a web with no, no plan you know just faith and that year wow. I would say it was very fruitful like things started coming you know when you um, I feel like I did my dream life mm-hmm. and wasn't fulfilled so now I'm kind of on this like well what do you want God like where you want me to be because mm-hmm. like, you put all these desires in my heart mm-hmm. you know I was just reading that scripture today I forget Psalm something is like he will give you the desires of your heart. It's, mm-hmm. If it's not in your heart, that's not what you're going to end up doing, mm-hmm. you know. Or you might be stuck in this thing for a second, but it's like to get you to that thing that you love. And uh, for me, that is storytelling. Um, so finding different ways to do that mm-hmm. has been enjoyable. Do you but, write? Do okay. Uh, I started writing a script, but I'm really nervous about it. Why? I, I mean, know. everybody who says they just get into writing, they always say that, but I'm like, yeah. that's just 
Okay, you know? this sparked from High Power, actually. I was like, dang, oh. he was just in class and he wrote a film and put it, like, there's a real movie right there. Like, you did that <laughs> shit. And I was like, I'm about to go write me a movie. And I got this. That's <laughs> what I'm Hell talking yeah. about. Yes, sir. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Damn. I, uh, yeah. yeah. That's love. And then also being in a friend of mine, Shante Delon, she uh, was in IDSA with me at Identity School of Acting. Mm-hmm. And she created a film as well that I was a part of, booked film, uh, which is now streaming on to be yeah um but it was like these people that you're side by side with in class are like doing these things that you want to do like why not try it Mm -hmm. you know and like actually ask their advice but i started writing i was really excited about it and then i was like um i need like technique i need like coming from Mm -hmm. my upbringing in dance it's like here are your tools and Mm -hmm. then you get this then you get the performance I i feel like when i watched you in acting class you were just naturally talented at being interesting to watch, like oh, just thanks. who you are. Um, but I think when you enter a new medium, I just always ask myself, like, okay, why do I like this? Mm. And then just start going back over like stuff that I like, and just just starting there. Like, yeah. you, and we did that with acting. You know, you're like, why do I like this? Why do I like this performance? Yeah, yeah. Why does this work? And I feel like it's the same thing with writing. If you just learn structure and you know basic three act structure or five act structure, whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like everything is, it's 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 just like that. Because when you switch mediums, it's it's all the same overarching thing, right? Storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's the same but it's voice. just how do I tell a story accurately in this medium? Which is like you're saying, it's different in dance. Yeah. I don't know what the hell you just said. Like bars and te- plies, oh, and <laughs> all that shit. But you know. Yeah. And if I were to step in dance, I'd be like, Okay. I see okay. <laughs> Yeah. Ralph getting it? I know I know the basics of the, the thing. You know, I know position one? What's first position? You know first position? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, you, know, you okay. hold the bar, and then you bow, like, and then say, yeah. I wait, thought. wait, is this fifth? Fifth is like this, right? That's, is fifth? that's first. This is first? That is first. Oh. Yep. Okay, yep. wait. Right. What's, what's this one? That's Please. fifth. This is fifth? Yeah, there you go. Oh, wow, okay. Wait, first of all, you know more than me. You just busted out the first and the fifth. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. That boy low-key taking classes on Zoom, but that boy. Well, you did a second position on your arm. Oh. Low-key. Without oh. knowing you, you did. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So okay. did you did you know that or were you just well, guessing? Huh? I, I just know they have to hold the bar and oh. then they oh, okay. do something and then they put their arm up and then they go down. <laughs> And then they go down. <laughs> yeah. go, and it kicks up and all that. I just know ballet, I, I, it's not for the weak. It well, really is yeah. for the strong. Y'all should come take. There's um open classes at Debbie Allen. Ten Monday, nine. Wednesday, Friday, ballet. Open class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can go there and embarrass myself a little Listen, bit. And that's the thing. is like it's not that many people there to be like, it's super intimidating. It's like maybe anywhere from two to ten people. At this point, because they just kind of started it. So. Yeah. What kind of uh, stuff are they teaching? Like the. Um, let me see. There's ballet. I think they also have flamenco and salsa. Mm. I feel like there's a hip hop class as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly. What, okay. What dance do you think? What like kind of dances like you think you can go anywhere in the world and people be like, wow. Mm. Like any country, everything? Yeah. Okay. As long as you're committed. I think people, uh, that whole hierarchy thing within the genres of dance, I don't believe in it. When people say like, oh, ballet's elite, like opera's elite. Like, no, if if you're moved by it, you're moved by it. Mm -hmm. Like, I've seen some house dance that I'm like, 
how do you do that? Mm-hmm. Um, I dated this guy who was a crumper, and I'm like, that whole team, I would be like in awe of just how their bodies. It's like they didn't even plan where their body's gonna go, but they catch it every time and they throw their energy differently. Mm-hmm. So it's like all dance, I just appreciate all of it. As long as you're committed and you're putting your whole into it, there's no better genre to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff that I'm not impressed by. Like what? You want to name any names? You no, just it's just everybody? I've seen. I've seen. No, I've seen dance that I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, but the for the most part, if it's like, if is it like the passionate. easy ones you can learn on TikTok type type stuff? Oh, a lot of TikTok. Stuff. Oh, TikTok okay, is okay. destroying the art of dancing. <sighs> but mm. there's some good ones on there though. There's some good ones on there. There's some good takes on the dances. But the low energy, like I'm too cool for school, but like boop boop bunny ears, whatever that is, I'm mm-hmm. like. Why is this two million views? But the, that A Bay Bay dance though, A Bay Bay when they're moonwalking oh, the, backwards, yeah. Can you do that? No, oh. and that's why I was like, y'all got it, y'all won. <laughs> this the dance. Yeah. As soon as I can't do that dance, because the funny one, as soon as you rehearse like three times, you kind of got it, you know. Right, right. But that A hey, hey, A, I was like, bruh, what? <laughs> they're doing it in the mall. I would be tripping, like. Yeah. They do. That's like probably the best dance I've seen. That's a good one. Yeah. Because all the other ones is just like <laughs> the whoa, like everybody just yeah. buffers a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that baby was the one I was That's just like, I wish I was in high school. <laughs> 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 that was the one I wanted me. I wanted back to be in high school. Oh, man. Yeah. That's uh, are you on TikTok? I'm on there. But I don't do you be put on you post? There. No, you do. You, I feel like you post. I don't stuff. be I like on there. Th- I don't be on there on there like that. Mm-hmm. Like I have my bestie is on there every day, mm-hmm. um, and he learns. He'll find a bunch of dances to learn, and then when we hang out or we're in a group, he's like, "Okay, guys, which one?" And we're like picking which one to do. Uh-huh. So I'll do them and I'll be on them, but I haven't made it like a the regular thing, right? Because right, I right, also. Right. Like you can be on there for hours, you and really like, can. I got stuff to do. I want to like. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather invest that time in something else, mm-hmm. you know. So I don't really have a plan with it, but I'll mm-hmm. be on there. I'm on there sometimes. Yeah, I was on some writing job, and they were like, "We need to know what all the kids are doing," and I was like, <laughs> "All right, I'll go do some research for all you guys." And then, but it was my first time really getting on there and being like, "What's going on here? Like, mm-hmm. what's on here?" And yeah, I got sucked in pretty quickly. It's yeah. everything. Because it's everything yeah. and 15 seconds, anything you want. And it's all, for the most part, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they get your interest. They know what you like and they just be like, hey. Yeah. Hey guys, just left this restaurant. Wanted to tell you all about it. And you're like, okay, it's in my neighborhood. What, what's about <laughs> Yeah, how do they know? Next, next one is just like, hey guys, discovered how to make fried cheese da 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 and you're like fried cheese <laughs> alright I'm in you know what I mean yeah, you're like yeah. oh. hey guys this is how to put on wallpaper you're like oh my god <laughs> this is that. yeah you, you these don't wall, these walls is blank <laughs> no I do love those organization ones yeah that where they're like they show you how they organize their fridge yeah and I'm like oh I want to do that but then I look at my fridge and I'm like it's fine I'll just yeah, yeah, I yeah. Never stop it. That's the tough I, thing. I'm not gonna buy the all tough, these little trays. The like tough thing about the internet, though, is like it's it, you see a lot of cool shit, but it also I feel like sometimes it makes you not grateful mm. for what you have, and then you know what I mean. Like yeah. it's just like an automatic like, ah, shit. Now I want that. 
<laughs> and it's like, I didn't even want that three seconds ago. Mm-hmm. It's designed to do that. And Fuck. especially now, I've, I don't know if you've noticed on Instagram now, there's like, there's shops on people's pages and mm-hmm. there's, uh, you can subscribe to this Yeah, what is that? What is a subscription? I don't know, but I think it's kind of teaching us to want to be salesmen somehow. Oh, it's like, what are you everyone's selling? Everyone's a brand. And I'm like, I'm not selling nothing. I got pretty pictures. And I got, <laughs> <laughs> I got funny reels sometimes. Like, I'm not ever like a little ad, like come pull up at this thing. But I don't have like stuff I'm making and selling. Mm-hmm. So it makes you feel like, do I need to be thinking about doing that? But I think there is a general push to, yeah, like you said, market and brand yourself and be a thing that people need. Mm-hmm. But it's like, so this isn't social media. This is business media now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Low key. Yeah, it's but, very like you were saying. Like it's it's like forcing you to join the economy right now. Right. Like, what you selling? If you ain't on here, you ain't selling. Then you gonna feel like trash. So. Yeah. Or even like there was one um, thing I did click on that said you could make money from your reels, and I was like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> what can I make? So I put it. I turned it on, and I made some money. And I could see why when people do that, it makes you want to be like, what else can I make? Although I'm not a person that's going to just make stuff arbitrarily. It's got to hit me and I've got to feel like it. So I can see why, though, if you're a person that is chasing money, why that would be like tempting Mm -hmm. to be like, I'm just going to make whatever. As long as people look at it, I get paid. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're seeing what we're seeing now. And it's like, I don't need to see you with your towel all the time. I wonder what our ancestors are saying when we're just like in front of the camera. We're just like. You're like, this is what we fought for. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we died for. That's so sad. Oh, you know what's funny? That's I, so, it's I, like sad, but it's kind of funny. It's true. It's, man, come on. It's true. <laughs> like, we are locked in on a screen, mm-hmm. bro. Like, yeah. But it's like, it's fine as long as you're learning. That's it. As long as you're learning. There's entertainment and yeah. there's learning. I feel like you can learn a lot. Like, the refrigerating thing... I learned to put my sauces in the drawer instead of in the side and put your produce, uh, like, not in the drawer so you can eat it. Oh, okay. Because if you put your vegetables in the drawer, you kind of forget, and they start getting moldy. So put your sauces in the drawer. You open those up because you always use those anyway, and it's easier to just grab the sauce. Uh And then you got more space on the Mm -hmm. outside. Okay, TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) I see you there. But the sense of adventure organically is kind of gone because we're kind of like directed into where we want to go because of what we've seen on the internet. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, I heard about this restaurant. Not through anybody, but just through a TikTok. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're just like, okay. Like, Mm -hmm. it's cool for the business, like, you know, the restaurant, but I feel like human beings remember when we used to just drive me like let's stop here right mm-hmm. right like, i miss i think that's like like what you're saying like the spontaneity the kind of like uh i don't know i know it was like kind of dangerously adventurous back then when we that world that only some of us remember now because we <laughs> i didn't have a cell phone until i was 15 right so yeah. that whole world though like to remember that of just being like dang where when is so-and-so gonna get here on his bike I guess we just gonna have to wait. Yeah, like you didn't know. True. You hope he's okay. Yeah, he told us he was gonna meet us here at the basketball court, and then you just see, you know, like see him tomorrow if he don't come. It's like, but I kind of miss that like mysterious. <laughs> but the thing is, you can still have that. Yeah, you just gotta turn your phone off. Facts. But nobody wanna do that. <laughs> yeah. How are you with your phone? I'll be on there. I'll be on there. <laughs> <laughs> 
but you know what I did? I did set a timer. I set uh, for Instagram. I set a timer. You can put. Yeah, I do mine for thirty limit. minutes. How long do you? Thirty minutes a day. Yeah, thirty minutes a day. Oh damn, thirty yeah. minutes a day. You're I mean, it usually good. gives me the ding. And then I'm usually still on there because I'm actively like trying to post something or promote a show. Okay. But then after that, I'm like, I usually turn it off. That's what great. is your limit? Mine is three hours. Oh, Lord <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but also just scrolling and like, you know, you get in a rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Like, eight hours later. You'll be looking at something <laughs> and then it'll swipe automatically to the next reel. Next thing you know, you're like, Nicki Minaj is fighting again. Oh my God, what happened? Yeah. And it's like, I don't care, but I want to know. I know. what. That's the thing about the <laughs> algorithm. That's the thing about the algorithm, bro. Whoever these motherfuckers that design this scientific computer yeah. shit, you're like, nigga, I don't have any business no. looking at this. Bro. But I can't get off of here. No business. Yeah, I'm like, this is none of my business. But that's the thing. You can't decipher what does matter and doesn't matter until you hear it. Did y'all hear about this is this is random, but I want to know both what y'all think about this because my girl told me this last night and I don't I still don't know how I feel about this. Apparently Drake is getting canceled. What did he do? Did you hear it? No. No. He had a line in a song. Oh gosh. That basically is saying that he doesn't believe that Meg the Stallion got shot. Okay. Like he's he basically had a line that said like she didn't get shot but she's still the stallion or something like that. Don't a few people believe that? I've heard this before. I don't know. I don't even know enough about that story. The story lasted longer than the pandemic, but I swear <laughs> yeah. to God, I was like she got shot like two years ago, and no one knows the facts still. Mm-hmm. Like this is the weirdest investigation or publicity stunt I've ever seen. I don't. But yeah, it's just it's interesting to me because it's like these there's two camps, right? With every controversy on the internet. Or a cancellation, or all of this, you know, stuff that happens. There's always two camps. And it's when Will Smith slapped Chris. It was two camps. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You get what side are you on? So with Drake, it's like it, there's the one side that's like she didn't get <laughs> she didn't get shot. It's bullshit. It's a publicity stunt, right? And then there's the other half that are like, why would you say that, Drake? Believe black women. Mm-hmm. Like she, why would she make that up? And me, I'm like, my girl's telling me this last night, and I'm like, I'm just confused doing the dishes. Like, I, was, <laughs> I was just like, baby, I don't understand either side. Yes, believe black women, yes. That's where I'm at. I'm on that side. But Do also, who us? cares what Drake thinks about this? It's, it's also, like, we weren't there. That's what it comes down to. These mm-hmm. are real people, real situations, and we weren't there, you know? Even if we did see Chris get slapped mm-hmm. by Will. We still weren't there through all of the phases mm-hmm. preparing for the evening what Will saw Jada go through before they got, you know, she mm-hmm. probably maybe put her wig and took it off. Like, we don't know mm. what made him defend her like that. Mm-hmm. We These are yeah. people. You know? That's true. These are I, ne- I never heard of that. Like, she probably put on a wig and took it off. It's like, nah. You know, like, he was mm-hmm. like, you're beautiful or whatever. I just, mm-hmm. well, that well, that's what I would imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, I guess I have a question for you all. Would mm-hmm. you ever want to be in a place where the general public, everybody, is judging your decisions? Would we want to be in a place like that? Yeah, like in a status or like in the public eye so much that your the tiniest decisions, well, or major decisions rather, were being judged by everybody in the world. So you're saying, would I ever be president? Uh. <laughs> 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 or just uh, so successful in your art form or in your craft mm. that everybody's looking at everything you do I would say no I do not want to be that famous but at that point I think let's just uh, 
I think you don't care. Mm. I if think, you are? Yeah. If you get to that place, you because don't care. Because it's just like, you think Drake thinks about us? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, like, if he makes this decision or not, they're going to do whatever you're going to do. You know, even, yeah. like, even people are like, that's fucked up. Like, okay. Like, you know, you're successful in your art. Mm-hmm. Do think, you care? Would you want to be in, in that place, Fana? I would not want to be. Uh, I would. I feel. Hmm, I don't know where God has me going, mm-hmm. but I feel like it will have attention involved at some point. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll be global, but it does give me anxiety to think that uh, your smallest decisions can have a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. In, in a way that not people judging you that's whatever but it's like affecting your artistry mm. okay you know what I mean yeah I wouldn't want that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would want my but I guess what, to be the same yeah like then I guess you're saying what Ralph is saying about Drake like you would rather be <laughs> in a place where you really don't give a fuck and being strong enough to not look at your phone I'm okay. just telling you circle that early. Back, As your friend, back, I'm telling back. you that early. Okay, yes. 30 minutes. I'm going to try 30 minutes. Oh, I don't like my phone in general. Yeah, my screen my screen time is three hours for per, day, per day. Mm-hmm. No, just for my phone. Okay. Yeah. I just, yeah. I'm I'm scared. I saw people that I like. Every time I want to hop back in, then I just see people that are interacting with it. I'm just like... Y'all are mindless on there. <laughs> like it's yeah. really like they'll stop a conversation and they just mm-hmm. press buttons and then then they and then they zoom out and be like what's up? <laughs> yeah. And then they go back in. I'm like oh, I don't I I ah, yeah. I want to trust me because it's like late nights. You're like huh, let's see what's on the gram. What <laughs> images are gonna stimulate my mind? Yeah, yeah. It's really Russian roulette. Fucking mm. what images are gonna that it's gonna show you too? It's yeah. like how do you? I mean, you can mute people, though. Yeah. You can't mute the algorithm, though. No, but you can be like, don't show me this. Oh, no. Uh. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Stop showing me this, but I still follow you. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah, but I still mute follow it. you. Because because you're like, I don't want to hurt them. And, and if they unfollow me because I unfollowed them, it's oh fuck. It's going to be I'm awkward so when I see them next time. So let me just mute them. They're depressing ass. Yeah. <laughs> I was always raining in California ass, nigga, bro. When will I find love? Man, shut your ass up. Right. Damn, you wake up every morning on IG complaining about love. Because you're on IG. <laughs> That's why. You need to go out in the world. Golly, that's a, if one thing I hate is someone complaining like, "Hey, good morning, y'all." Now, let me tell you something, about it. and it's just every you always gotta complain, bro. Yeah, man, I'm just tired of the driving, bro. Driving, I'm like, bro, okay. That's. Right, what are you watching now? Um, I just went back and watched All American. Okay, it hmm. was really good. Mm-hmm. How many seasons does that show are? It it was four seasons, mm-hmm. but. It, the way it ended, you could tell they were planning for another one. Oh. But I think because they had a spinoff. Um, the college one? Yeah, at HBCU, mm. which I will start, but I need a break from that genre now. I don't know what to watch next. Yeah. Do you um, do you like watching all kinds of things? You don't lean into like just... <laughs> I'm expanding because mm-hmm. at Leslie Kahn's, they said you need to watch everything. Yeah. And there was a script that I got that was like a for one class that I was taking. I don't know. I think in August, 
it was a CW show, and they kept mm -hmm. saying like, yeah, remember CW Network, da, da da da. And I was like, honestly, I don't watch CW. I don't even know what's on CW. I remember like Buffy and them, but mm -hmm. I didn't watch that either. So my teacher um, at the time was Dan, and he was like, my assignment for you is watch a CW show. <laughs> and I started All American. I was like, what is this? And actually, I loved it. I was oh. like, okay, this is good. But I can see the acting choices. It's downplayed everything. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're my real father, aren't you? I knew it. It's like everything is like Yeah, straight, you like... did that right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it really be like dramatic as hell, but like. But they're so, yeah. so monotone. Yeah. Like, I can't believe you slept with her. That was my best friend. You know, like, it's, <laughs> it's, but it's so, it's. It's so I can see why we have to watch different genres to study it. Yeah. And like how you watch it over time, how they develop the characters even in the writing. It's like just learning different networks and different styles, mm -hmm. I think is helpful. Clearly yeah. white. That's what CW stands for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it was UPN before, remember? Oh, oh wait, those are the... No, yeah. no, no, it was WB before. It was WB, Wanna yeah. Be Black. Wait, yeah. wait. Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah, WB, Wanna Be Black. So, and like, then it had smart pair. guy, sister, sister? That no. was WB. Then you got into UPN, you poor niggas, and they gave you girlfriends. <laughs> they gave you half and half. <laughs> all of us. Wait. <laughs> UPN, you poor niggas network. Oh you guys never heard of it? I used to love UPN. Of course. We were all niggas with it. Wait, come on now. What was on UPN? Yeah, half and half. You okay. had girlfriends, girlfriends started on it. UPN. Was that, uh, um, it wasn't one-on-one, -on -one, was it? One-on-one -on -one was on UPN. Was that UPN? Yes, it was. Oh, wow. Okay. And then wow. there was a switch. Like, there was a writer strike. It started getting clearly white. It started getting One Tree Hill. Wow. It started getting um, all these, like, vampires, story, vampire diary, mm -hmm. supernatural that was, was on Gilmore forever. Gilmore Girls and stuff on Gilmore that? Girls was, that's interesting. Was that, uh, was that CW? It was CW-ish, but it was before CW. It was like a WB that slipped in. <laughs> like, what you doing here? Yeah, yeah. Well, all right. You know you got to get the white demographics on the network somewhere, somehow, bro. But I remember UPN, that was a chunk of black network shows. Mm, done, yeah. And then just gone. Mm. And it was like clearly white. Wow. I didn't know that was the same channel. Are I you didn't sure? know they were related I promise you, UPN turned into CW. Wow. You know what really carried them over was motherfucking Top Model. America's oh Top gosh. Model. I used to love Top Model. Oh. It's Dash. so problematic, though. Do you watch, do you like reality? Um. Okay, I like the ones, right now, I actually did start. Glow Up. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard good things. Oh, it's so good. Mm -hmm. But I like makeup, so it's like, mm -hmm. just seeing how they do different, like the MUAs do all these different challenges. I also like Skin Wars, which is body paint. Oh, have you seen that one? No, always oh, so That's good. Crazy. They do all kinds of things on there, but like I feel like art-related ones. Because I don't like, I don't know, I don't like the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I would, I don't know. There's something more interesting about, I don't know, actors doing being vulnerable than like. Could be a little biased there, uh, actor Joel. Oh no, I'm definitely biased. <laughs> yeah, you definitely sound a little biased. I'm there. definitely biased. Some better about actors that are just. <laughs> better than reality <laughs> <laughs> that's because man cause it's what, true though but what, but what that i think what's also happening now just from a business and economy standpoint is like so many of these big companies are merging now and they're deleting like i think it was tbs in the last year they are not doing scripted content really? like whoever the new president is he was like fuck all that money that you guys have been spending on scripted we're not making any more scripted comedies. Hmm. 
And I mean, TBS, you know, they made some good stuff. Search Party. Uh, they haven't had like a huge hit in the last few years, maybe b- bigger than that. But I just feel like culturally, we're not like honoring space for us. Mm-hmm. Like we're all creatives and, you know, we want to make cool things and tell stories. But all of these big companies are being like, they're, they're getting so cheap. They're only picking up, you know, unscripted. They're only paying people like dirt, like shit money. And, and you know, this is a lot of like just inside baseball Hollywood stuff. But it's just like it's a real thing because people are actively watching reality TV everywhere across the country. That's where they are putting their money and it's cheap to make. You know what I mean? So they're, we're not that's why we're not getting a lot of like like what's I don't know, the new creators when when is when's going to be the next Issa Rae? When, who is the next Donald Glover? Who's the next Gerard Carmichael? Like mm, mm, yeah. for you know what I mean? Like when you yeah. when finally you talk about wanting to tell stories in writing, it's like are we creating a culture where people are going to want to see that because mm. everybody is darting their eyes to this like cheap shit. Yeah. I I mean, that's just what the economy is telling these these companies, so they're putting their money and the things that they're going to pick up towards that. And, they, you know, this is frustrating. As somebody who we want to, you know, we live in Los Angeles and we, we work in this business. And they're just, it's just really fucked up. Because they're mm-hmm. also not paying people what they deserve to be paid. Like, I know people that are so talented that have to work. Like, I know a whole bunch of people that double dip in these jobs. Mm-hmm. Like, that work to, to I, I know this one woman, she's insane. She's a brilliant producer. But she basically, on the last show that I worked with her, I won't tell her who she is because she can get in trouble. But she was uh, basically, as she was finishing one job, she was basically starting work on the next one, overlapping. And she's like killing herself. She's in her, she's probably in her 40s, maybe about to be 50-ish soon. But it's like we are living in this time where like we have to kind of kill ourselves mm-hmm. and our physical and mental safety and health to even survive as a professional artist. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just, I'm looking at the whole thing. I'm looking yeah. at all angles. Yeah. But, so, you mentioned earlier that you read Psalms, book of poetry. Yeah. yeah. Best book of poetry. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. What's your, like, what got you into reading the Bible or got you into Bible study? Okay. So, let's see. I feel like I grew up, we were like, Early, early childhood, we went every Sunday to church in Wisconsin, uh, Mount Zion. Mm-hmm. And my mom grew up Lutheran, so she grew up like Sunday church, Sunday school, Wednesday night was choir, like all this like extra stuff. She didn't want to pressure us. So I feel like around maybe five, around five, we became like the Christmas Easter family like we would go to church christmas and easter <laughs> but other than that it was like just you know you got the foundation we'll, we'll live right yeah, yeah, be yeah. a good person you ain't going to hell you good. right be a good person yeah. and so i feel like i found my love for god came in college and it was actually i had freshman year maybe about i had like three good months of like what is this i'm partying i'm going to the football team's parties and all this stuff running around the city of course like going from Michigan to New York, mm-hmm. your campus is Manhattan. Like, you're going out. Mm-hmm. You know, we was at Rainbow on Fridays getting our $5 dresses and pumps. Rainbow! <laughs> getting cute for the weekend. And I feel like after about a few months of that, I was like, I don't know 
that this is what I want or this is the way to get. I, I still have this Ailey dream, right? And I'm like, mm -hmm. this is a, it's not just a choice. It's like a path where this is going to go. And um, I'm trying to go there. So mm -hmm. it was kind of around that same time that some of my friends, other classmates were like, well, we're thinking of like having Bible study on Fridays and da 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 da. Would you want to come? I was like, yeah, I'll pull up. You were a freshman? Freshman year, okay. yeah. Wow. So, so she went to Rainbow, got her outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I God. got a jacket, yes. covered it up, right. <laughs> um, and so our Friday nights, we had a Bible study crew. We called ourselves the BSC. And we would be in there in the dorms just like either watch a sermon together and talk about it or bring up stuff from the week and like find scriptures and dig about mm -hmm. and, like talk about it. So um, that was led by a close friend of mine, Preston Miller, who's now um, a great dance coach in Chicago. Mm -hmm. um, wow. But yeah, it was like getting closer to, I feel like getting closer to each other brought me closer to God. For me, what the constant is always love. The constant is always love, and I'm coming back to Jesus. Like that's mm -hmm. where I, mm -hmm. that's where I relate. Um, when you say come back to love, how do you practice that? Like, what does that woo. mean for you on a kind of day to day, week to week basis? I mean, patience, kindness, slow to anger, like all the things. It's like First Corinthians 13, I think lists what love is biblically mm. but you know of course as humans we have emotions we have our reactions to other things but it's like I think for me zooming out and knowing there's a, always a bigger picture to this frustration or to this moment it's never just like me and you and I'm right and you're wrong it's like what's ha what's actually happening here mm -hmm. like what are you angry about what happened to you or what happened to me that's making me see you like this right now mm -hmm. Like I'm all about if an argument or something's like feels like the energy feels wrong, take your moment and step away, connect, ground yourself and be like, okay, what do I do? What's my part? And come back with love if you can, you know, mm -hmm. or just dismiss it altogether if it's not right for you. But um, if it don't feel right, you know, you 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 feel energies if you're mm -hmm. in tune. Um, sometimes it's harder to hear or feel those energies if you're doing too much or doing too many things mm -hmm. or um, people pleasing as well is mm -hmm. something that I have had to work on because I am a person who is like, if you need me, I'm there. If you want me to show up, I'm showing up. But at mm -hmm. the same time, it's like, well, what do I need first? And then if I'm available, that's how I can come as my whole self, my best self. Mm -hmm. But um, walking in love is like, it's still a battle though because you have your days where you don't feel like doing anything yeah, or seeing nobody. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, love today is me not being around you actually mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> and even relationships too to be like fully transparent like sometimes love is saying i can't be with you right now like that's kind of what my situation was recently well like not recently it was like june mm -hmm. um it wasn't working it wasn't working but it wasn't necessarily us it was the circumstances and i know i'm not in a place for being what you need right now mm -hmm. and, I, and like bring it to the table my am because I'm not fulfilled. So love in this moment is leaving you alone. Mm -hmm. And that's not always easy. Mm -mm. But That's confusing as hell. <laughs> oh, I, I, I love mean, you, so I gotta let you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. because we're fulfilling. I feel like, again, love in LA is hard. It's harder than any other place, I feel like, because we're, LA specifically. Like outside, 
you can go to Redlands, maybe. You can go to Long Beach, probably find more. <laughs> but, yeah, Long Beach. Yeah, that Long Beach. But, <laughs> but LA, it's just because, again, we're trying to fulfill ourselves before we get involved with somebody else. Damn, everyone breaks up in June, huh? That's the month to break Is up. It? I, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's the month, but that's that. I think it's because uh, the short outfits come out. It is. It's, it's a like lot of skin. It's time. It's like, hey, it's too much lot, going on yeah, out here. You see a lot of skin during the, like, you're just like, oh, I've never, especially in New York. New York was like, when you saw skin after layers of clothes on everybody, niggas was like, eyes had to adjust. It's like, is that a shoulder blade? Uh, nice. <laughs> is that? Is that a clavicle? Mm-hmm. Girl? Mm-hmm. Girl, girl. That shoulder blade is. Is that your collarbone? <laughs> oh my god! I love this. Spr- I dead ass was acting like that, bro. Like I couldn't remember what skin looked like on anyone else because we'd be layered up for months. Yeah. Even in Chicago. Even with the masks on last right. couple of years, you'd be like, "Damn, is she? Now, is she bad? Now, or is that just that's bro, those- one thing I never understood because the mask collar was the worst. It's like you literally, if you, especially if you had on a hat uh-huh. and a mask, and, and they was like, at you "Dang, girl, you fine?" I'm like, how do you know this? Yeah. <laughs> how do you know? Bro, yeah, I've been. I, I got fooled because I was like, "Damn, that girl look good." But she talking to like, "Oh, oh." <laughs> Respectfully, I'm gonna have to walk away. <laughs> you fooled me. You knew what this was. You knew. Some people got mask game. Some people okay. got that mask game. We get married like, with that mask damn, on. Damn. I bro. bet all the people with with jacked up teeth were like, "Thank you." Fighting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people with bad breath is getting all kind of Look at my eyes, girl. Look at my eyes. Yeah. I can find the one now. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I can find the one now. Shit, trap her in my apartment because it's COVID, baby. <laughs> Yeah. You got it. Hey, yeah. I got it. You got it. Hey. Bruh. Yeah. Your senior year in high school, 2020, class of 2020, probably. Bro. Those drive-by graduations, too. Oh, uh, sad. Yeah. Drive-by graduations. That's what they were. They were like drive-by. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they always <laughs> That's what they were. You made it, baby. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the teachers were like, hey, ca- oh, catch these flowers. All right. <laughs> we'll come back around. We'll come back around. If you ain't catching. We sorry, baby girl. <laughs> I did like our acting class though. Yeah. During the pandemic. Yeah. I did. Did yeah. you take classes again since then? Uh, technically, yes. Um, but I just took Samuel Jackson's acting class on Masterclass. What? Yo. If I'm telling everybody. It was good. Everybody take take Sam Jackson's Samuel L. Yes, Samuel L. Motherfucking Jackson's. Okay. Acting class on master class. You you know, you can just go online. Because Ariel Jackson doesn't seem like he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. Like tech, like you just think he's one type, but then he's really an actor. Yeah, no, he's and then you go back, you're like, yo, this man was acting. Bro. This man He made me like it made you want to go back and watch all of his Bro, he's little performances. Yes. Mm. All the little roles he did, like leading up to Pulp Fiction and mm-hmm. all the big ones we know him for. Like those little performances, you're like, yo, this he was working. Like coming to America. Yeah, coming to America, great performance. Busted in with that gun. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is this <laughs> asshole? <laughs> <laughs> well, his story, his story is crazy. His story is nuts. Yeah. The uh, you talking about the coke crack? Yeah, cocaine? like and his wife and the daughter found him on the floor. <sighs> what? Yeah. yeah, he used to do like crack cocaine, like like he was like a functional crack addict. Mm-hmm. Oh. High functioning. High. High functioning. Yeah. Like. Oof. Yeah, but he was a really good actor in New York. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then he could just, you know, that one life is going to take over. Mm. And so, like, his wife and daughter found him on the ground. He was like, all right, I'm done. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And but his was inspiring about that is his life catapulted mm. right after that. Mm. Like he quit his you know his uh, wife and his daughter basically found him strung out. He was like, yeah, I might get my shit together. I think he was doing a play at the time in New York, mm. and then he basically was, I gotta kick this shit. I gotta kick it. And so he quit. I don't know how he did it, cold turkey, but I don't know if he started going to rehab or something. Mm. Um, but his life just fucking took off after he got off drugs. Oh, wow. Like, and then he has that rage, too. He got a little edge. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like once you stop doing something, you got that <laughs> Yeah, little, yeah, you, you get access that, to yeah, it. You, yeah, you're oh, like, oh, man. shit. <laughs> ah, I could do crack right now or channel. <laughs> or put you it You motherfucker. <laughs> Where did he get that from? <laughs> I think so, bro. I think that's what happened. That's how we got the real sand. That yeah. makes so much sense now. It really does. It really does. <laughs> you didn't well, have you, anywhere you else to go. Be. No. Yeah, he's just like, fuck. <laughs> and like all his movies, he's like, fuck. <laughs> yes. are, are you a music listener? Because you listen... You a dance bit, a little bit. bit. A lot what, of bit. what we jamming? What okay, we jamming? Okay, right to? now, Ari, is it Ari Lennox just had a new album? Yeah. yeah. ASL. What did you you said something the other day where you were like, I can't listen to trap before eleven. Yeah. Ooh. In the morning, I can't listen to no trap music. Yeah. yeah. No, no Drake. Because no. then it's just like it's, it's the vibrations else. that it's giving you. You're like, oh damn, why? I really am waking up to one of this fucking drill. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. You wake yeah. up angry. Heavy like, on what my the soul. fuck? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. And even going, if I'm about to go out. I can't put on gospel. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. need something ratchet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, know, <laughs> you can't be going out listening yes. to that okay. gospel. Right? You're yeah. just like, in the, like, why am I here? Why am I going out? Yeah. God's calling me. <laughs> <laughs> or you'd be like, water the wine, Lord. Uh, <laughs> this weed you gave us, Lord, thank you for providing. <laughs> Nature. <laughs> I try yeah, hell yeah. I tried. It's so funny. Even like, yo, God, leave me alone. I'm about to go out for a couple of hours, all right? <laughs> hey, God, I'll be right back. I'll be right I, back, I bro. Don't so look, much. don't look, don't look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right Actually, look, if I need help. Uh-uh. <laughs> but let me call you. Let me call you. Don't call me. Let me call you. Shit, I'm trying to have fun. Where the hoes at? Hey! Let me call you, God. <laughs> I know you like to travel. Yeah. I wanted to hear... A, I guess, what what was one of your favorite places you've ever been? Um, we went to Rashina, which is one of the uh, favelas. But what we noticed, though, was the, the kids were running around happy. The people were, like, mm-hmm. eating, having a good time. But they just, like, were barefoot and just, like, wearing, like, a tank wow. top. And, like, it woke me up to, A, how, like, privileged we are just to have, like, an mm-hmm. apartment or anything. And then, B, to, like, they weren't sitting there like depressed they were having a great time because mm-hmm. they were just like fulfilled with just each other mm-hmm. like that says so much you know okay i feel like we gotta let you go uh did you have a good time i did i'm I glad i had a great time this is this is fun this yeah. is always fun to meet new people yeah, yeah yeah man thanks for having me yeah man uh well thank you guys for listening to us uh you know where we are at high power pod on ig hit us up topics man questions anything you guys got we're at high power pod at gmail and uh, rate us five stars everywhere you can. Subscribe because we be out here. Yes, sir. At PowerPod.com. We love y'all. Goodbye. Bye. Peace.
This podcast is brought to you by the National United Negro Organization for Progress and Advancement of Black Americans. We're like the NAACP, but harder to spell. Our current biggest case is trying to delete Ray J from the last two seasons of Moesha. Now with a record label and cleaning products, let's fight for justice. Call the NUNOFPAABA today. 